Welcome to Grease Chats. In today's episode, I am joined by Aris Garantakis. Aris is a voice actor and has worked as one in countless projects, including commercials, corporate videos, video games, and animation projects. He has also composed and produced music for commercials, stage productions, and film, as well as acted and sung professionally on stage. He loves being a voice actor the most because it anchors him. It invites him to explore the kid within on a daily basis, and because it allows him the free time and peace of mind to enjoy his first priority, his family. Let's jump into this really fun conversation with Aris. Hey guys, before we jump into this episode, a quick note about our sponsor, Prosperity. Prosperity is quickly becoming the best way to buy and sell a property in Greece. I've met the team behind the project and let me tell you, they have built quite the experience. Search for your dream home in Greece, but do it all digitally. Find the home, tour it virtually, submit an offer, prepare the legal documents, and even apply for a mortgage. All on the Prosperity.com. I myself am in the market for a home in Greece, and I will be using Prosperity all summer to make my decision by this fall as to where I will be moving to in Greece. All right, let's get back to Greece chats. Yasuaris, what's up, my man? Hey, Tony, how's it going? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Excited to finally get you on this show. It's taken. We've been working on this for quite some time. Um, I'm excited. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you for having me. Let's I jump right. Some... Let's jump right into it. Um, I know I cut you off, but we'll, we'll get to that. Let's jump right into it. This podcast is going to be mainly about you. I want to know all about you. Uh, if at some point you want to start asking me questions, by all means, I got all the time in the world. Uh, but look, I first got your. You got. I first saw you. It was the time you duetted one of my five whatever the videos. And I was like, this is my favorite duet so far. Uh, I reshared it without even realizing. Who, but And then I found out who you were. So tell everyone that's going to be listening to this show and everyone that's on the TikTok here, who is Aris? Okay. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, by the way, I first met you on Clubhouse at some point in a room that you were talking and you were like a, a big thing there. And I was just a small fry and uh, I, I felt like I was meeting you and I was so excited. Uh, <laughs> but that's just our history. <laughs> so um, I am a father, a husband, a singer, an actor, but mainly a voice actor um, uh, professionally in uh, Greece. I was born and raised in Greece. I studied architecture and then I just moved on to uh, study theater. Um, but I had been doing voiceovers since my first years in the university and architecture as well. Uh, it just happened uh, for me. Um, it was a little bit of a lucky thing. Uh, but yeah, that's who I am. I do commercials mostly, sometimes characters, a little bit of overdubs. Um, and uh, yeah. So does that mean when when I see a commercial for a movie and you get, you know, we're, we're nothing, is that what you do? This is one of the things I do, yes. Man, growing <laughs> up, those were the most fascinating commercials. When the movie would have that intro, it's like, stop the presses, stop what you're doing. You paid attention to this commercial trailer. Yes. <laughs> so get, can you give us one real quick? Give us a nice, you know, like, get deep in it. Like, give me a full first sentence of a movie. Make up a random movie. Go. Let me raise my microphone to, to, to the level that it needs to be. Tony Cariotis, I am Greece. Ep, about everything. 
is interviewing Aris Chirantakis for his podcast. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, so voice acting is what you do. And it's not just those deep film types, but you do all types of voices. Is that correct? Precisely. Um, the more range you have, the more work you can get uh, in this field. And how long has this been your profession? 20 years. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I always, and most, uh, I have a thought I want to share, but I'll share it in a bit. Um, where is most of your work? Is it worldwide? Is it in Greece? Is it Europe? Where, where, where do you cover it's most of your work? The bulk of my work is in Greece, um, and it has been uh, since the beginning. I have expanded abroad uh, a lot, and I, I just never, you know, really had the time, I guess, or uh, luck or whatever um, to um, mostly I, I haven't really tried to, to expand abroad, but uh, I do have clients in Singapore, Italy, um, 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 Netherlands, US. Uh, so there's people that I have worked with extensively uh, in those markets. But the main bulk of my work is in Greece. Amazing. So I'll give you another story about growing up listening to commercials. Actually, I think I've told you this story recently. My other favorite one are the Greek commercials when they're selling a car. And they give you all these bullet points about all these amazing things this car has. And then they hit you at the end with, Man, that stuff used to just blow me away. I would just, that would put me in stitches. It really would. It really would. Um, have you ever done any of the car, car ads? I have, but nothing like that. No. No, 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 I got a few comments coming up on the screen. I thought whatever. The, and then someone followed up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so, so take me back. Is this what you went to school for or no? No. Uh, I studied architecture, like I said. And then when I finished, I decided to uh, follow my passion for theater. And I studied uh, musical theater, or as we call it in the UK, music theater. And uh, uh, so I wanted to come back to Greece to compose and write musicals. But um, I was won over by voiceovers. And... Uh, there are very legitimate reasons why this happened, if you want to get into it. But yeah, um, it wasn't something that you can study um, in Greece, per se. You can in the U.S. Uh, so you can, like, do workshops and stuff in the U.S. and take classes mm -hmm. for that. But not in Greece. In Greece, all voice actors are pretty much self-taught. Amazing. Um, we got a question, am I half Greek, half American, or are you just learning Greek? I am full Greek for the record. Uh, I was born in the States, but I'm full Greek and I know the Greek language. I just tried to polish it up so that I can say more than a five whatever with a good accent. Um, give me some examples. Like I know you sent me some links. I've seen some of your work. And by the way, the, the Darth Vader one was pretty cool. I watched <laughs> that. that. That was pretty cool. Um, aside from movie, uh, what are some examples of different type of characters that you cover? Types of characters? Well, um... Or I, voices, I, I should say. Voices, I should say. Okay. Uh, because you do create characters for voiceovers uh, in commercials as well. You, you All right, educate me. This is why I got you on. I need to be educated. Sure, absolutely. I mean, you have to have in your range specific areas that you can go to when you need to um, address certain characters. And, you know... Uh, 
um, put on mantles, uh, so, so to speak. Um, so you have like, uh, I, I have um, a, a lower guy, which is like the commercial, the trailer voice, like we said. Um, but it can be harsher if it needs to for cars. So um, for instance, when I was doing Nissan, it was Nissan Qashqai. And it's a little bit harsher. Uh, and then you can have like characters uh, that are higher in commercials uh, in order to sell stuff that needs to be happening, really uplifting, so to speak. Um, and lots of characters like that. But um, uh, apart from commercials, I've also done a few overdubs. I'm Skeletor right now in the He-Man show on Netflix. So there's a lot of this happening there. And uh, there's, um, there's lots of characters that... Um, um, I have created uh, during the years a uh, uh, few gorillas, a couple gorillas for a gorilla show that's called uh, We're Lackeys on YouTube. It looks a little bit like Peppa, um, where I do Daddy Gorilla. Hey, little boy. And yeah, so you have to have a pool of characters in order to, to be in this profession, I guess. <laughs> Amazing. What? Which? Which type is your favorite? Which one do you love doing the most? I, the, the character I love the most is just one I do on TikTok. It's not something that I've done professionally for money ever. The one uh, you, you, you try pronouncing like the, like the ha ha ha's, that one. Which one? Those are, those are my favorite when you got like, a, <laughs> like you, you have like, you have a comment that's got like H-A-J-A-J-A-S-S-S-A -S 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 -A, oh. and then you <laughs> crack me the hell up. <laughs> I love those. I never understood yeah. why people are commenting that way. They're just putting random letters on the screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back, back to your real answer. What is your favorite? <laughs> my, my favorite character ever is Trabaculas. Um, he's a character that was originally created by Harry Klein, who mm -hmm. I love. And he's just this uh, village guy that is uh, like a herder. He has his sheep and he doesn't understand politics or whatever. And uh, people are coming in originally in the Harry Clean shows. Um, people were coming in to inform him about uh, the Communist Party or the, you know, the pro propaganda here and there. He was just, oh, what do I care? How is that going to hit my sheep? And, you know, he's he's. He's just this very innocent figure that can criticize anything without being mean, just because he doesn't understand anything. And I, right. I love that as a concept. What what inspires you, man? Like this is obviously cool, cool creative work, but like, where do you get your inspiration for this? Aside from okay, it's my job, because obviously there's a passion to it. I can tell. Yes, definitely. I mean. Um... It, it's always a, a question of whether you're talking about commercials or, uh, you know, character work. Commercials, you have to get inspired by the script, obviously. Uh, um, and I mean, not too much inspiration can come in when you're, you know, advertising a, a gum or a car. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, yeah. But uh, character work, yeah, I have to, I have to draw inspiration from uh, previous uh, iterations of characters that I have in my mind from my childhood. Definitely, there's a lot of um, um, play involved and improvisation uh, with figuring out the voice. Usually one of the first things as uh, the venerable Stevie Valance, who is, uh, she's an amazing coach uh, in the United States. She says, uh, you have to come up with the laughter of the character first. So when I was uh, studying Skeletor, uh, Skeletor, for instance, I had to come up with uh, the <laughs> kind yeah. of thing first. Which is not too original, I know, because it's uh, sort of uh, echoing back to um, the original Skeletors and uh, Jokers uh, of our times. 
Trambaculas, <laughs> more they're saying. Um, so uh, there is uh, a lot of play involved in in uh, character work, definitely. Amazing. Um, so where do I want to take this? Pandemic. Pandemic, we obviously all we just went through. And a lot of people, obviously a lot of people suffered, but a lot, what I've learned, especially running this podcast, and someone just commented why we speak in English really quickly. This is an, an English podcast that we're recording for, but we're broadcasting it on TikTok. Um, my question is, with this pandemic, a lot of people took this opportunity and really allowed their careers to go in a new direction, a good direction. How has the pandemic affected you? Uh, I, I am a, a little bit of a case study, I think, uh, in, in that sense, uh, because I was working on a worldwide, worldwide scale um, before the pandemic hit. I used to have a home studio. I'm good with microphones, apparently. And uh, apparently the studios tell me that I can record well enough uh, when I'm at home, etc. And I know how to work around, uh, you know, sound uh, engineer stuff. So I was ready when the pandemic hit. Everybody just went home. And I was one of the few voice actors in Greece that we had our voice booths, we had our microphones, and uh, we knew how to record and send files and stuff. Um, this has been happening in the United States since the 1990s. Maybe some people have been doing it since the 1980s. But um, in Greece, everybody just wants to uh, shake your hand and uh, be there with you and outside the booth, like behind the glass. Uh, to actually see you and witness you doing it live. Right. Um, but since the pandemic hit, you know, some people were not ready. Some of the voice actors were not ready to go that route. And um, a lot of the work came to the ones that were prepared. And I was one of them. So we, we took it upon ourselves to educate the rest. And, and you know, some, some evil actually just gave away microphones uh, to other voice actors because... You couldn't find microphones in the market. Everybody was just preparing for Zoom calls and, and yeah. online stuff. So uh, all USB microphones and cheap solutions were were gone out of the market immediately. Yeah. And uh, we trained everybody how to record, how to you know um, um, turn a file into an MP3 or a WAV file, and and uh, be able to work so the the work could be spread equally amongst ourselves again. So nobody starves. And then again, you know nobody burns your voice out because you can totally have your voice get overexposed and then nobody wants to yeah. book you anymore. So right. yeah, the, the pandemic sent us all home, but um, it, it, everything it came to a balance pretty soon because we were all united in that. All right. So what I want to ask you now is, so we obviously live in a social media world pandemic pushed a lot of people to social media and TikTok obviously blew up it during the pandemic. Everyone became a TikToker. Like people's yeah, yeah, this became a good TikToker. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone was doing TikTok, right? But what I want to know is we live in a world where a lot of people are affected by comments and okay. people love leaving their thoughts, whether it's good or bad. And there's obviously a community of people that love leaving bad comments. How do you handle the good ones and how do you handle the bad ones as a creator? Um, the good ones, I try to always answer to 
uh, and there's a lot of comments coming in right now, so I can't always answer to everybody um, uh, or every comment. But the bad ones I either ignore altogether, or if it's something that picks my interest, I may actually post a response to it. Uh, usually in a very way, either by twisting it in some weird way that uh, the, the audience might not be expecting, or by uh, making a remark um, that is turning the comment back into the commentator, uh, back to the user. So I am trying to turn everything into a fun process as much as possible for me and for the audience to stay sane and to remain, you know, uh, intact in my for sure. content. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. A good response to bad comment is always great. Um, a couple of times, mind you, a couple of times, um, people were suffering and I could tell by, by, uh, looking at the comment and I did reach out, uh, yeah. and, and it did work. So really, you know, can you, uh, not an example as in don't tell me who or what, but like, can you explain a little bit more on that? So in case someone listening understands what you mean by that, like, is it someone uh, who left a comment because they were just in a bad place and by you reaching out actually helped them? Is that what you're getting at? Kind of. Yeah. So th they were really aggressive. Like, are, are you hurting right now? Is, is, um, I can tell, you know, that I, I never meant to insult anybody by what, by what I said, but I can tell that by your reaction that you've probably been hurt a lot in your life. And, uh, you know, this turned into a conversation down in the comments and, and it was helpful both for me to, you know, comprehend the comment a little bit more. And I, I hope for them to open up and discuss this a little bit more. And it was, uh, it was interesting. It was, it was lovely. That's amazing. That's more of that needs to happen just so that we can, uh, cause I'm sure there are a lot of people that are in, difficult places and they're taking it out on taking it out on people that they don't even know all they see is just their personality online so what advice would you give someone who woke up one day and realized he's got someone told him he's got amazing pipes and he can really he's made for audio he's made for radio he's made to broadcast the game he's made to do these commercials what advice would you give this person just starting out trying to get in the industry if they are in a market that has um, a voice actor training in its culture, go for it. Take classes, go to workshops, take master classes, whatever it is that you can get your hands on, do it. Um, if it's if it's not that kind of market and you are just on your own, just like I was, then reach out to studios, um, Google, Google. Hey, I, I always have trouble with that. <laughs> Google. Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Google some audio post-production uh, studios in, in your area um, and um, uh, see if they can uh, have you over for a demo session. Um, you can you get to try out and see if, if it's something that you like and they get to give you some feedback uh, on your, you know, chops. <laughs> awesome. How do you define success right now where you are in life? How do you define success? Happiness. Good answer. Nice and quick. You yeah, had that one ready. I don't measure success as uh, money or, you know, um, milestones, nothing. I just measure it as, am I happy right now? Yeah. And, what... uh, sorry, go on. No, no, I'm just going to let, I was going to let you continue. Yeah. Uh, I, I just 
and, and that gives me, um, you know, it puts me in a position to not, to be ambitious, uh, in, because, you know, achieving things can bring me more happiness. But uh, if I'm happy with what I have right now, I don't get like disappointed if I don't make that achievement. Like I, I was on TikTok for a year before it took off. Yeah. And I, you know, many people would be disappointed um, by, you know, an account that ha is not taking flight in any way. Um, yeah. But I wasn't just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I didn't care much because I have my job, I have my family, I have my health. I've won. <laughs> like, And it's written on your shirt, man. Happiness. I see it right there. <laughs> there you go. Happiness. That's amazing. <laughs> so which actually leads me to your next to my next question your answer sort of does like, what do you enjoy most about what you do besides it get, make, giving you joy? What and if that's what? the answer, then, then stick with it. But what do you enjoy most about what you do about this? Ah, uh, the freedom. Um, the freedom is what I enjoy the most. I, I do not get too attached to the projects uh, in the sense that uh, a commercial is something that I do now and five minutes after the session is over, I've forgotten the words, I've forgotten the brand. I don't remember what kind of commercials I did yesterday. And that is, it gives me a peace of mind that I did not have with any other thing that I've dabbled with in my life. Um, like I was composing for music, music for, for commercials and movies and, and theater for 10 years, uh, simultaneously, like when I started in voice acting, I also was doing this and it was really hurting me psychologically, emotionally. I treated every song, every piece as my baby. And I didn't want the, like the advertisers with their boots on the table telling me, I do not like this that way. Can you please give me a rap version of that? And like, this is the most known pop song of our time. How do you want this in rap? Uh, yeah. Three versions by tomorrow morning. Okay. Bye. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cannot stomach it. So the freedom of voice acting is allowing me to be, just be myself and in every situation, live the moment, uh, be social, have free time for my kids and my, my, my wife and, you know, to explore other areas in my life. And uh, I just, I love that. That's amazing. All right. I want to talk TikTok because you kind of hinted a bit at it, how you were on it about a year prior from when you really started taking off and when TikTok started taking off. Um, talk about your journey from starting off to where you are, because I told you earlier today that you're going to hit 100,000 when you come on my show. Yes. And what <laughs> happens? We started the show and you hit 100,000. So there you talk go. to me about your journey on TikTok. Uh, so it actually started everything started on clubhouse because we uh you and i were both on, on clubhouse at some point and um uh everybody was just uh telling me i got on clubhouse in order to network myself with more voice actors that was my yeah. pandemic thing okay. and uh i ended up networking with a, a room as we call it that was actually running 24 7 uh full of videographers photographers and content creators and uh, everybody was just raving about TikTok. They were saying that how it's the be next best thing. And Gary Vaynerchuk was campaigning, uh, you know, for TikTok at the yeah. time. And I felt like, okay, everybody does this. I need to do this. I need to yeah. be there. Jump that train. And I created a, an account, um, you know, being in an English-speaking clubhouse uh, club, I felt like I was meeting a lot of people. And uh, I was networking with a lot of people abroad. So it was part of my expansion abroad. I created an English TikTok account. Uh, 
and I started doing videos in English. Um, and I was doing a little bit of voice acting, but uh, it was mostly like challenges, um, which were interesting, but it was, uh, it, it didn't seem to take off at all. And I couldn't understand why. Later, I figured out that, you know, this is because TikTok is really location based mm. and it's promoting you at the market that you're in. So I was yeah. guessing that uh, not too many people were interested in my English uh, speaking voice. Yeah. So after a year of not taking this seriously, I, I thought to myself, okay, I'll just post one video in a new account in Greek and see how yeah. that goes. And that immediately started taking off. And then I posted another video and that was even more. And then I'm I, four or five videos in, I think I posted the which is my biggest uh, TikTok video right now, almost, uh, I don't know, around 2 million views, uh, 1.7 million. Um, which got huge, like everybody's texting me, dude, you're everywhere yeah. on Reddit, on Twitter, you are on Facebook everywhere. And I, I was swamped with messages and love. And, uh, um, I, I realized, you know, that you have to be yourself and, and yeah. cater to the needs of the audience around you basically. Right. Cause I was, I was dreaming, you know, that I could be perhaps, uh, reaching out to a larger audience, um, abroad, but. I had to basically start uh, working on my roots. Right. You made a good, you talked about the, the geolocation part. And I think that's important for TikTok to know if they're trying to attack a specific niche or a region. Um, how TikTok, when you first post, like you said, it's going to distribute it within the area that you are right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I knew a little bit about that. I wasn't 100% sure. And it actually makes sense because. I'll tell you a story about, so my girlfriend, she was noticed one time in Greece right before it started taking off. It wasn't really blown up there by whatever yet, but we're at this beach in Kalinos and we had posted recently one of the videos from there and we're pulling up to the beach and this car drives by and some lady jumps out her window and she points at her and see, and she goes, me? And she goes, yeah, you're the girl from TikTok. And she goes, me and i look at her and i'm just like letting her i'm like so i'm like letting her soak it in she's listening right now so she knows i'm telling the story um and it makes sense because we were posting that week specifically from that island so it's probably easier for people on that island that are on tiktok probably all of them saw these videos so she was in shock and she was like never noticed before and she goes what's going on why am i being noticed and i'm like welcome to this tiktok world <laughs> and then and then as we got later into the summer, like we couldn't, we like we'd walk through Athens and people were noticing us and pulling us aside and yelling at us, and yelling at us in a fun way. Every day in Athens, right before oh we God. left, we're walking through Monastiraki. The first time it happened, I was going on just a quick picture tour. I needed to take a few shots of Monastiraki, and this guy walks up to me and he goes, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey," he goes, "You're uh, you're Greek," and I'm like, "Yeah, obviously I'm Greek. Like, I yeah, I'm Greek. All right, fine, not obviously, but." I'm Greek. He goes, no, 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 no. You are. I am Greek. And I'm like, I am Greek. Oh. oh, he's trying to say I am Greece. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me online. And he goes, I see your videos every day. And I'm like, it still hasn't clicked that the about whatever this is like spreading, right? And he goes, about whatever it is. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, yes, yes, yes. What's up, man? And he goes, oh, can we take a picture? And I'm like, hmm. Only if you say about whatever they on a video for me. So like I got him like excited. 
And he goes, oh, 100%. So I get the video out. I'm like, yep. And I point at him. He goes, buy whatever. And then we took awesome. a picture. And then, like, we'd be walking around. And, like, I'd be walking by. And you get the whole, yep. And I turn around. And someone <laughs> throw the arm up. Buy whatever. Sometimes I wouldn't even see it. But Maria would. And she'd be like, did you see those? I'm like, I did it. Man, you have a tagline. Uh, <laughs> it's so powerful. <laughs> someone just commented that their new that their baby says says about whatever they believe. Lectures by your sentence. Love it. I hear a lot of kids love it. I get messages by people like, my kids runs around the house saying it all the time. So it's pretty neat that there's like a catchphrase. I got to admit, that's yeah. pretty neat. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited to go back because I want to see if that still lasted. I'm curious. I have no idea. Because I'd get messages from like strangers on TikTok saying, hey, just want to let you know. I'm just sending this message to like every teenager says this in school now. And I'm like, wow, that's oh that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> we say anyway, it. I mean, my friends and I say it. Love it. Love it. So now it's we, no longer about whatever. It's always got to be F about whatever. Anyways, exactly. this this call, <laughs> this interview is mainly about you because I got um, I got you, you on know, the show. I'm enjoying this because I haven't I've been living a very like reclusive, secluded, far away from civilization kind of life for yeah. the past two years. And I am a little bit, you know, afraid to go back to to the civilization right now. Every time I go to a big city or like a bigger place now, um, there are a few kids. I was driving the other day and some kids starting running after the car. That was like, what's going on? I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't want to run anybody over. <laughs> so, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Then, if you do enjoy it, I'll tell you one more story. <laughs> Maria, yeah. my girlfriend, nerdy Greek. So we posted a, one day. I didn't have content, and I had some. I had pieces that I could stitch together that just to create one that never really existed because I had like the default one of me on the balcony. So I just I found a video of her and her aunt plucking a sunflower seed, right? And I <laughs> stitched them together, and it came out perfect. And it, it started catching 150,000 to 175,000 views. So then one day, she doesn't know that I put this up, her aunt. Maria didn't even know I put it up. And she goes, hey, my cousin or my aunt just texted me and says, I saw you on TikTok with your aunt. And they didn't even know. They weren't even following. They're just like, we saw this and we saw your face and we're a little confused. What's going on? And she goes, did you post something? <laughs> And those people we hadn't even seen on the trip they were just in the same hotel <laughs> like down the street so it's probably the it's probably the geolocation that we're talking about yeah definitely oh i got a message from someone that met me in paros when i did the interview with simos ah yes yes i remember that how are you thanks for joining the chat simos is a good man he's a good man hopefully we'll be in paros again this year visiting simos uh Anyways, all right, let's continue the interview. It, it keeps traveling. Uh, somebody says uh, on my live uh, stream, uh, first thing I taught my roommates in Amsterdam, about whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, all right, let's jump back into this conversation. So, sure, do go on. Um, part, of my, my, part of my podcast, I always bring Greece into the conversation. So where is home in Greece for you? Where are you from in Greece? Uh, where am I from? Okay, I'm from Thessaloniki, yeah. up in the north, um, like the second biggest city uh, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful city. It's very vibrant, and it has lots of uh, connections to the arts. I was singing there for eight years before I left in little clubs and bars. Uh, so that was um, that was my 
like student years uh, full of music and full of uh, clubbing and not clubbing, but like bars and, and nightlife. Um, I love that city. I left 2010. Uh, I was, um, um, how should I say this, a romantic immigrant, uh, but I also wanted to work uh, in Athens because there was, uh, that's where, yep, I am a Gardasi. Somebody's saying Gardasi. Um, that's the word we use in Thessaloniki for people who are from there as well. Uh, and uh, um, I, I wanted to live in Athens and work in Athens, so I, I had already met my wife and I wanted to go there. Um, plus, professionally in Thessaloniki, I was only making pocket money while in Athens. Uh, there's a family of four now. We're, we're living out of this job. Um, so that's where home is. Amazing. We got a question. Can I say Robert? What's up, Robert? If I would have it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, all right, aside from your roots, aside from being Thessaloniki, Athens, a lot of my listeners like finding inspiration for their vacation. Give me, oh. a, give me a few places that you love visiting in Greece. Okay. I, I love the island of Milos. Mm, my favorite. Uh, yeah, that's, that's an amazing island. You can get like all sorts of things in that. Uh, you can get like tourist uh, attractions, you can get uh, nightlife, you can get secluded beaches. It's incredible. Uh, I've also really enjoyed um, uh, Elafonisos, uh, which is a unique place too. You feel like you're you're somewhere, I, I think in the, the dunes of the moon or something. <laughs> and uh, uh, as far as islands go, I've, I've been to a few. Uh, Alonisos is amazing and green and, and wonderful yeah. in that way. Uh, it's a lovely place to walk uh, as well. Um, and one of my favorites is Serifos, which is not a very famous and well-known one, but it's really beautiful and so really wonderful. This is what, what's called in the industry a segue. So we're going to yeah. take that Serifos and I'm going to tell you a story. Yes. <laughs> the inception, these this. The birth of a pie, whatever that happened in Serifos. Really? Yes. Do we how, want to hear the story? How did that come about? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Who wants to hear the story, right? Uh, so the story <clears throat> is me, Maria, my girlfriend, and our friend Christina are on our morning route to the bakery to get coffee and head to the beach. And as I pulled down to the main town and take the left into this one way, uh, she gets out and I'm like parallel parking in front of the bakery. It was probably a spot that was like, not really for parking because of the narrow passage and like probably just for the staff. And as I was reversing, a motorcycle comes and just kind of like plucks in between. And I just like up in arms, like, hey, like, come on, man. Like, what's up? And he goes, I whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on. No. And then he gets off the bike, goes to the bakery. And then this lady comes out because I start, I continue reversing just to squeeze it in. She's just grabbing coffee. She's give me two minutes. She comes out, grabs the bike, the motorcycle, and starts rolling it closer to me. She goes, I'll buy whatever this week. And I'm like, oh, stop it. I'm not moving. I'm staying right here. Because if I kept going, I got to go around the mountain and come back. So, like, that's yeah. not happening. And she's like, hey. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. She goes inside, leaves me alone. Maria comes out. And now, like, I'm in pain because, like, two people just yell the buy whatever the nastiest way possible. Like, buy whatever. So, like, then all day I was mumbling it. I mean, they understood why like Maria and our friend knew understood why. Cause like he, they hit me hard. I'm like, whatever, whatever. 
So every time I'd see a sign, because the signs are everywhere in Greece, I buy whatever, nothing's a lot in Greece. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I buy whatever, buy whatever. So then, like, part of me is like, I don't know, I like saying it. So then we come back to Athens and we're at this <laughs> afternoon lunch during this beach cleanup we signed up for. And I passed the phone to our friend. I'm like, hey, video me. I got an idea. She's pointing the camera at me. And I just do the whole typical, like, I had the toothpick in my mouth. I'm doing left, right. And I'm like, yep, I'm fine with everything. I'm like, let me see how that looks like. She passed me the phone. She's passing me the phone. I look at it. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I'm going to post this to yes. see how it does. So I post it. It's doing all right. Then we, we drive up to Kavala, where Maria's from. And we're on our balcony. And I'm like, Maria, video me. I got an idea. I'm the Greek security. I'm the old man on the balcony checking the neighborhood. She's videoing me. I do the whole left, right. I suck on my tooth a little. <laughs> and I'm like, I buy whatever. I post that one. It's going everywhere. Everyone's sharing yes. it, liking it. Because I wrote how Greek security camera or something or how yes. old Greek men patrol the neighborhood. So then we're on our way back and we stopped in Lefkala for, for a few days, went to a wedding. Then we went oh. to... Love roads that. and then Kalimnos. and we we're in Kalimnos, so we're staying at this villa that i work with and they had a fig tree and i'm like maria i got an idea we're gonna create a skit i'm the old cranky grumpy greek guy and you're the young girl that wants to just live life and joy and i'm just here to ruin your day and <laughs> so i'm like you're gonna go into the fig tree and then when you hear ep you snap your head so she goes in now like standing behind her with the camera <laughs> Like, and she does her script, like, oh, I wonder if there's any good Sika. Snap, snap. So, I we did the snap like 10 times. She goes, Why do we got to do it so many times? I'm like, trust me, this is the selling point you <laughs> reacting. So, like, then I'd get messages from friends saying, Hey, let Maria know that her head snap is really a big part of the skit. She does it really well. She thought I was just being nice and saying that. I'm like, No, no, people are like reaching out to tell me this. So, then she started believing it. So, I shoot her part. I'm like, all right, I'll go on the balcony now. You shoot my part. I stitch it together and I put them up and people are going like wild about it. So I'm like, all right, we got to keep doing this. There's a lot of ideas. They had the pool, the villa. So the popular one of her falling in the pool, that one's gotten mm -hmm. over 2 million views at this point. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, every hotel owner will not let you jump in a pool. We know that the managers don't let you jump in a pool. So yes. that one hit hard. And then one night we're having a cookout at the beach. Our friend set up this cookout and no, no, no. Sorry. Different night. But anyways, we're hanging out at the beach in Kalimnos and my cousin brought his baby. And we're just all hanging out at the beach and all one of those all day beach days, halara, eating on the beach. And then the baby just starts crawling up on me. And I'm like, listen, not a, uh, like here was like a legit about whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> know, I'm not having this. So I'm like, and then I'm like, obviously I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm like, hey, Record this. I got an idea. Yes. So his kid's like up on my waist right now, trying to yes. climb my body. It's not even and, a toddler. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not even like one and a half. And he, like hit record. And I'm just like, I'm like letting him crawl up on me. And I just give up. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts crying. And this yeah. is the one that we blew up on. If it wasn't yeah. for this, like I, if we really make it, I'm going to always get a check when he's a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> He still texts me like anytime we hit like a milestone, like 1.5, 2 million, he'd be like, by the way, you're at 2 million. You're going to owe us some money in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, uh, I, re I 
we, he hands me the phone back and I post it and I look at it. I'm like, this is good. So, but I wasn't sure I was going to post it. So then the next day we were doing a beach cookout and it was like, one of those moments I had to put the phone away. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to post this video and we're going to do go enjoy the cookout. I post the video. I go back and in like 40 minutes to go check something. And it wasn't to check my phone. I had to go grab something. But I'm like, oh, the phone's here. Let me just check. 30 minutes, 30,000 views. And I, I put it back down. And I'm like, guys, something happened. He's like, what do you yeah. mean something happened? Just something's happening. And then we're like at 150,000. We're at 300,000 in the hour. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Exactly. What the hell's going on? And now everyone, people are like, is this your baby? Oh, my God. What did you do to the baby? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing to the baby? Everyone's like, everything with the baby. So the baby one really is what put us in the map. And I think the ones that hit the hardest are the swimming pool. And a lot of people love the one where I'm running in the flip-flops when they're picking olives I out of the tree. That one. Of people course. always I like, I Sayonatis, Sayonatis. Yeah, I mean yeah. And you... that one wasn't planned either. That was like spur of the moment. I love this so much. Uh, I love the fact that you took your pain and you turned it into your thing. <laughs> yeah. I want to do more of those where I'm like coming out of the weirdest places and running at you. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I, I love the character that you've created and the and the whole discrepancy with the person that's starring and the other person that's starring your fil films, uh, which is your girlfriend. <laughs> you're, pl you're playing the old guy, which is totally <laughs> not you. It's it's completely opposite to who, so, who it, what you are. It, Here's a one more last story, and then we'll continue the podcast. Um, I, I mean, you is, should probably go on podcast. because how do you follow up on that? Yeah, this is the <laughs> how to follow this up is, on that. So a lot, a few about a month ago, Maria was in Florida, and I was at here, and she was at a party, a family party, and a guest of her brother's came, and they didn't know each other before, and she he's she, he's looking at her, and he goes, "I know you from somewhere," and he goes, "Are you on TikTok?" and uh, she goes, yeah. She goes, and she she like shows the video. She goes, oh my god, about whatever the girl. And uh, her brother's like, how do you guys know each other? She goes, we don't. She's from the video. So they end up checking the accounts, and he had messaged her over the summer saying, "I love your dad." Oh my he god. thought I was the dad. He thought I was her dad yelling at my daughter. How amazing is that? That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was how like, good you are in your character. <laughs> and I was like, get it right. I'm the granddad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, all right. Back to Greece questions. I asked <laughs> you about some destinations. I want to know, aside from islands, where should someone visit on the mainland? Uh, visit the mainland. Okay, cool. Uh, Mani, definitely go to Peloponnesos. Mani, uh, my friend Nick is watching and he's there right now, and it's an amazing place. Um, I, I, I am from the north, so I mean, sad Chalkidiki den You have to yeah. go to Chalkidiki if you go to to the. Do north. you know the the Chalkidiki joke? Which one? Uh, about the three legs. No, please do tell. So I heard, I learned this one from a cab driver. They got the best joke. And he's like, um, Maria's laughing. I'm not sure if she's, what she's laughing at, but she's laughing in the text. She's, um, he goes, yeah, you go to your first wedding. You go to the first wedding. You go to your first, the, the brother body. You find, you find your girl. 
Okay. You get married, you take her to the second leg. When she divorces you, you go to the third leg. Because <laughs> that's where the, all, all the monks are. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, I, so I'm a second I, leg you, guy. I have been to Kaliki a few times. It's been a few years, but I have been a few times. It's it is beautiful. So Halkiriki, you're recommending, and you're recommending Mani. Mani Halkiriki, definitely. Uh, I mean, if you if you want to see a little bit of uh, history and have a couple of cool beaches, um, I I guess Epidavros is a very good place to go, especially if you can get a chance of want to watch uh, you know a show um, that that goes on in the ancient theater there. Uh, okay. It's it's it it's insane. Just just walking into that theater is is like you're living um history yeah reliving history um all right what else what else mainland i got two uh, last questions and then yeah. i'm gonna let you go because i know it's late there i don't want to hold you too long um yeah, two last questions i ask everyone before we wrap up what inspires your work ethic my work ethic how do they know i have a work ethic i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> just you know fear of dying I guess fear of death. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what what inspires me to 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 wake up in the morning and just uh you know start working. And I I have, I have been for several years. I I was um, really hard on myself uh, with how much I I was working. Uh, I'm a little bit more relaxed right now. That's why I'm saying I don't really have a work ethic right now because I I managed to sort several things out and uh, you know. Um, uh, Free time definitely is very important to me. So very early on, I decided to start outsourcing things that I wasn't able to handle on my own. So um, my logistics, I, I have uh, like my, my accounting stuff, an accountant has it. My invoices, I have uh, uh, given to a, a lady that I'm uh, employing just for that. Um, uh, paying bills and stuff. My wife is part of the company. That's what she takes care of. Uh, all I basically do is appointments with clients, record, uh, you know, so everything is sorted out right now. That's, um, awesome. that's how I can, you know, uh, explore other areas or focus on music or uh, just play with my kids because uh, it, it just needs to happen after a certain point. Uh, yeah. Happiness and free time is, is the driving force behind me because I want to live my life before I die. Love it. <laughs> All right, one last question. This is everyone's question that I sign everyone off on. What does being Greek mean to you? Wow. Um, wow, this is one of the hardest questions I have ever been asked. Um, I think it's about the temperament and it's about the, um, the feeling of... Uh, love for a place and a people and uh, and uh, a common background um i think if you love greece you can be greek and you can can turn into a greek like several people have uh in the past so i don't think heritage is, or dna or you know that kind of thing is the most important factor i think love for the culture and for the way we express ourselves, our movements, and our uh, and the way we hug each other is the most important uh, part of being a Greek. That was beautifully said. 
That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> is what I think. Love it. All right. Where can we find you online? How can everyone find you? Find your work? Is it TikTok? Is it anywhere else? Uh, you can definitely find some of our work on TikTok. You can definitely reach out to me on Instagram. My DMs are open. Um, and uh, I have a YouTube channel, but it's not really active right now. Um, if you Google Aris Gerontakis or Gerontakis, which is the original pronunciation, you can find several links uh, to my webpage or uh, the Greek Union of Voice Actors, uh, and I have a page there, um, pretty much in several places that involve my work, yeah. I guess. <laughs> amazing, amazing. One last question in the TikTok part. Why are we not speaking in Greek? Because this is, we're recording for an English podcast right now, but we'll speak Greek once we finish here. We'll give a few more minutes in the TikTok room. Iris, this has been fun. We've obviously been waiting quite a bit of time to get this done. Our schedules yes. had to line up perfectly, but it was well worth it. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed every minute of this. And Same. I'll be in Greece really soon. So I'm looking forward to meeting up, grab coffee, and uh, we'll laugh it up in person. That would be fantastic. Thank you so much for having me here, Tony. Yeah, and Mar Maria will be with us too, and you can meet the nerdy Greek as well. That would be awesome. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, thank you again. Thanks, everyone, to for Ooh, let me do that again. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to Grease Chats. Uh, this has been with Aris Yerontakis. And like you said, you can find him online, search him, get on TikTok. He's all over TikTok with great videos, uh, some of my favorites. So get on there and check him out. And we will talk to you again on the next episode of Grease Chats. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, learned something new, or were inspired, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to check out The Prosperity for all your real estate needs in Greece. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast.